the blast from our past network. Hot ride? Hot ride! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! No good for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a regifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two superfans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back to back to back because we love Seinfeld. And you know what? You love Seinfeld too. That's why you're here. I'm Adam. I'm Corey. And this is No Low Flow Podcast. (laughs) No, we are all the pressure all the time, (laughs) baby. And today we are talking The Showerhead, Season 7, Episode 15. It first aired on February 15th, 1996. Corey, my man, could you please give us that synopsis? Of course. Elaine tests positive for opium and loses her job at the Peterman Company. George convinces his parents to move to Florida, but they squabble with the Seinfelds, leaving everyone in misery... Jerry's building changes all the shower heads to low flow. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> yep. And by the way, what day did this air, did you say? Uh, February 15th, 1996. My birthday, graduating Whoa. year of high school. I, uh, I, I mean, I guarantee you I saw this episode when it, when it aired. But yeah, February 15th, guys and gals, that's my birthday. And this one aired the year that I graduated high school. Fantastic. I am skimming through. I don't think a Seinfeld dropped on my birthday at all. Want one. No. no. <laughs> but you got one because I haven't I got had one, one. yet. So. Yay. All right. Yay. Yay. There was much rejoicing. Uh, all right. So we are going to start our scene breakdown. And per usual, there is a stand-up. This one on relationships with parents. Oh, it's kind of, yeah, I, I kind of understand it. You get to a certain point with your parents where, really, the only thing you can do with them is eat. You can't talk anymore, but but you want to at least try and keep your mouths moving. That's funny. And they're so anxious for it, you know? You come in. How was your plane? You must be hungry. You know? How did you sleep? Ready for breakfast? My mother will argue with me about what I like. Can I have a piece of pumpkin pie? You don't like pumpkin pie. Yes, I do. Since when? What's the difference? Can I have pumpkin pie? No, I've never seen you eat a piece of pumpkin pie. I, I thought both halves of this were kind of funny and kind of applicable because it is true. Like, I've had that conversation with my mom. It's like, oh, yeah, I like this. She's like, you don't like this. And I'm like, but really? I mean, I'm saying that I like it. It's like when someone says, my name is so-and-so, and the person says, no, that's not it. Kramer did that before, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I agree. like it's I, my name. I know it, what it is. It felt pretty relatable. You know, I think a lot of people, exactly. Parents feel like they know you better than you know you. Yeah. And it's just like, uh. Okay. But yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we do truly have nothing to talk to our parents about as we get older. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like both my parents. I feel like I can hang around. Well, you know, it's a, there is a good bit of time. Like if I'm hanging around for like more than a couple days, then it is just it's silence. It is just like, yep, what's on TV? Cool. <laughs> Deafening <laughs> silence. <I> know. <laughs> All right. So solid uh, stand up there. We get into our episode, and Elaine is getting a physical uh, because she is going to be taking a trip with Peterman to Kenya. Ooh. All right. Something we find out. Yeah. 
at the apartment, Jerry invites George uh, to a taping of The Tonight Show. You know, bring the parents. His parents are coming along as well. Uh, we also find out that the complex is going to be getting new low-flow shower heads. Um, have you, I don't, is there, I guess there is a thing as low-flow shower head. I mean, I have to imagine that it is. Um, I don't think I've ever experienced it before no. but i mean we've all been in showers that the the pressure isn't as yeah. good as like you like but the house the place i live i mean i like the shower pressure i have what your house is fine i assume right yeah we got good pressure good yeah pressure. but and, and, and so while i can't relate to the whole low flow head i can relate to the idea that like low flow showers do yeah. suck yes yeah very much so uh jerry also talks about um his parents Right here, and that uh, we find out, you know, they are going to be moving to a new place in Florida, a place that we've all heard, Del Boca Vista. Uh, we've been, well, we've heard it from previous times watching the, the show, and like that's that is the memorable. Even though when I think where the where the uh, Seinfelds live, it's with Jack Klompus and that group, but I always connect that as Del Boca Vista, though it is not. I, I, too, am exactly the same. I always assume that that's just Del Boca Vista and that they're there the entire time. But, yeah, that's – so what was the name of the old complex? Did we ever get a name for it? I don't feel like we did. No, not in the show, but I believe it does have a name. All right, so the place that they lived before Del Boca Vista was called the Pines of Mar Gables. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that something we ever saw? How did you get that I, information? Well, I hunted around. Apparently, it is on the Seinfeld.fandom.com wiki. Um, that's what they're telling me. Maybe there was a sign somewhere. Okay. I don't ever really remember them saying that. Um, but I, that's, I bet you that's a, there was a sign. I bet you there was something. Some some sleuth figured it out by like a, a table napkin or something, you know? Yeah, I have no fucking clue where we find out or where we hear about it. So, but that's it. It's, it's somewhere. It's it's in the lore somewhere. Okay. So. Okay. Very okay. cool. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you found it, guys and gals. I know I trimmed and edited this down, but it definitely took uh, Adam a good five minutes of us like both just tinkering on our phones trying to figure it out. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let it beat us. You yeah, know, we, no. we, we had to do it for the people. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Um, let's see. Uh, Morty calls, and he's complaining about, um, you know, the taping time, about all this stuff for uh, uh, The Tonight Show. You know, oh, it doesn't air until 11. Why is it, uh, you know, airing or recording at, like, 4 p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, welcome to entertainment, uh, Morty. Yeah, but, <laughs> and I love uh, how, and he's like, how long have we been, they've been doing that for? And Jerry's like, 30 years, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from the top. I mean, so they do a thing called live to tape where it's not it's not technically live and honestly it is partly edited they will sometimes have to edit stuff out but they do that so that way it's like you know it's very minimally edited but they can like still be pretty topical because obviously the stuff that they do yeah um but they can like knock them out you know in that day so it's it's still yeah network television you can't have any cussing or anything so they still need some kind of buffer there you know exactly and I'm sure you won't call it out, but at some point, I love how Elaine calls George Georgie. I like that. Oh. It's it's like when they call her Laney. I like that stuff, you yeah. know? I certainly wasn't going to call it out, but yeah. thank you for bringing it up. So, so the Seinfelds are currently in New York. They are not down in Florida because of the whole thing that happened at the the, the ousting, the, the recall. The impeachment. <laughs> the impeachment that happened yeah. in the Cadillac a couple episodes ago. 
And so they are staying at Uncle Leo's place uh, because he is currently staying with his girlfriend. And so they're in town. And also, I like Jerry's little comment, you know, not relevant at all today, but he's like, they call me anytime they want because they don't, it's not about long distance. Yeah. And, you know, they have these local calls and they can just call me for every little problem. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we don't really have to worry. You know, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. It, so, you know, we did, obviously, we're doing this episode and we're also going to be reviewing an episode of Curb in a little bit. And in that one, I realized that, like, Just like with this, two of the greatest things of modern technology is, one, having Google Maps on your phone and not having to, like, read a map (laughs) when you drive. And, two, you can now call anybody anywhere and it doesn't freaking matter anymore. And it's getting to the point where, I mean, I got friends in the U.K. and you can just, like, call via, like, Google or uh, Facebook Mm -hmm. Messenger and stuff. It's become so much easier to actually communicate with people. And I remember when I moved to L.A. 15 years ago. Like, it was just at kind of at the end of, like, all that. And, like, I still had, like, rollover minutes on my, my phone and stuff. But it was nice because my grandparents could call me because I actually kept my Maryland number. And I did mm. that specifically for my grandparents because I, I, I was very close with them and everything. But it is so much in this one regard, it is so much better in 2021. Everyone's got free minutes. Everything on the phone is just, you know, uh, there's no long distance paying extra for that, you know, and shit. Yeah, and with like with the rise of cell phones, like people are everywhere and they're all over and they're yeah. keeping the same numbers. So like local, what even the fuck is that? I still have my California number. Um, you might still have your Maryland I number. I still have my like, Maryland number. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm in Oregon now. It's yeah, it doesn't even matter anymore. You know, exactly. None of it matters, yeah. and especially counting minutes because it's not like for the telephone companies, you know, like per minute was really a thing that, oh, wow, we're using up all these resources per minute. No, you, you, it's like a one plug. And once you install the lines, it's not a management of, oh, okay, well, Corey's calling for 10 minutes. That yeah. means it's, uh, you know, it's costing us more money to maintain yeah. compared to the other stuff. Like, that's not how telephones work. Yeah. So eventually it all just kind of went to bullshit. So, <laughs> so um, because the Seinfelds are kind of on topic and they're talking, thinking about Florida and whatnot, Elaine and George and Jerry kind of are just talking about the Costanzas and like, you know what? Why are they still in town? You know, why haven't they moved to Florida? Just because old people, the, the trick, the trek to Florida yeah. is part of the natural migration. <laughs> yeah. of, of, <laughs> of, the natural of, migration of the old person. Of yeah. the old I mean, person. my dad moved down there. So, yeah, dude. <laughs> there you go. But kind of is. And so. They're all kind of curious about that. So uh, George grabs a pamphlet for Del Boca Vista, yeah. which is going to be the new place that this that the uh, Seinfelds are moving to. It's a brand new community. Yeah. So. And I mean, George is on a mission now. Yes. So Helen calls and she needs ice. And it's just like, you know, fucking A. How the hell is Jerry supposed to know this? But she says that, uh, oh, Morty's phlebitis is acting up, which I had to look up what the hell that was. Is that a real thing? Because I see people say that, but it's a reference to this. Like when they say it, it's I think it's kind of a reference to this. Well, it's, it's a reference, but it is it's an inflammation of a vein. Okay. So it's basically just like your your vein isn't you know inflamed, and so ice would you know help swelling. I, I've so only heard it in in natural conversation like multi, like twice in my life, but it's always been a reference to like okay. this. Like it's like basically like ah my phlebitis is acting up. <laughs> yeah. So that's what. Okay. It is. <laughs> yeah, legit thing because I was definitely confused. Uh, so Jerry gets the idea because his parents, um, are staying at uncle Leo's and that's only because Leo's staying with a girlfriend, which 
Leo with a girlfriend is a weird thing to think about. <laughs> but he goes to meet with him with the idea to try to break them up, uh, which would ultimately get the parents to move back to Florida and get the fuck out of New York because he doesn't want he can't handle a call every now and then of a little co- extra. Of course. And he's and I love what Jerry's doing here. You know, they're at Monks and Jerry's like, you know, well, you're supposed you should be playing the field. You're young, mm-hmm. you're hip, and in the whole conversation, the dialogue, sort of everything he says will come back later as like a flip side to the yep. coin, which which I really like that dialogue. But I also love seeing Uncle Leo. Hello. Hello. There was no hello. I, I know. You can well, assume we came in partway through the conversation. Of, of course. Added. And it makes you wonder, like, is the last time we saw him, was it at the um, the telethon episode, I believe, was the last time? I think time? so. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I'd, I'd love Uncle Leo. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's fun. He's, he's ridiculous. I mean, he one, he eats, a, he eats a hamburger, and they did made it well, or sorry, they made it medium, not medium well. As if it's that big of a fucking deal. And he's like calling them anti-Semites, basically. And like, oh, I bet the chef is an anti-Semite. And he's like, you don't just overcook a burger, Jerry. It's like, well, I think that's actually the easiest thing yeah. to sort of like mistakenly do, you know? I would wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> Especially like when you're going from like, what is it? He wanted medium rare versus medium. Like, it's not like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like it's rare. the tiniest to, difference. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, what else do we got? Uh... Oh, Jerry, I like yeah, right. Jerry pushing him to stuff. I like it. Oh, you should be swinging, man. You're, you're really hip. You're it's, in there. It's fun. It's a fun It's fun dialogue. It's a fun conversation. It is. Hey, everybody. Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. And with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back. Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.
I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke. (laughs) Uh, At Elaine's office, Peterman lets her know that she is not going to Kenya because she tested positive for opium. (laughs) And she's all confused as shit, of course. Uh, We've never seen her take any drugs. She says she's never taken a drug in her life and so she wants to take another test to prove it and so yeah he'll allow it and i love how he says the dark continent is no place for an addict <laughs> and you know like and that's like that's like an old school term for uh for for you know africa and everything and it might be a little bit racist oh i'm sure it is well so some people argue that it meant like dark meaning like dark ages like it was back in t- but at the same time it's a phrase that came out of like the 1800s and hp uh, lovecraft you know, known racist always uses it in his terms. So I heard it and I was like, ah, I gave it a pass. Cause I was like, I feel like the writer didn't know it was racist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, it, it's not used in a racisty fashion and, 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 and the way Peterman kind of talks is kind of yeah. sometimes that old school style yeah. of, you know, grandiose yeah. and everything. So it kind of, it just made my ear pick up and I was like, eh, but I let yeah. it slide. And it, and it's so underused as a yeah. word that it, it is kind of, you know what? I don't know. I just assumed it. Um, but I don't really know where the etymology of that phrase yeah. came from. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, George is at his parents' place. So, yay, we also get the Costanzas right here. That's so good. So good. <laughs> it's, it's always good. <laughs> I do love how, you know, uh, his parents, like, you know, they're slightly, he's slightly pushing, oh, it's so cold. Oh, it's so cold in New York. You know, it's warm. Florida's warm. Well, I guess it's not slightly. He's being very fucking <laughs> straightforward about it. Well, this and is Estelle's like, are we trying to get rid of us? <laughs> like yeah. instantly. Oh, yeah. She's right on it. She sees right through his shit. But, uh, you know, I do like how he kind of plays up the caring card. Oh, no, I'm just here for you. I care about you. I want you to be the happiest you can be, whether you live here or 21,100 miles away or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, that, so. 1,200 miles away. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Kramer comes in to the apartment and both Jerry and his hair is just awful (laughs) because the shower head isn't strong, strong enough to get the shampoo out. Now, I do. I hate a low flow. Yeah. uh, Not a low flow. Yeah. Like a weak pressure. We've already talked about that. It's it's pretty rough. I also am not as much of a fan of. What is it? Soft water. So there's a difference between soft water and hard water. Yeah. And. Hard water is, you know, there's more, I guess, minerals, minerals? in it. Yes, minerals. Like yeah. Yep. And soft water is something that I swear old people love um, because it's, I don't know, takes out the minerals. Maybe it's more pure. But the thing is, anytime I've had soft water, it that also does not get out the shampoo as easily. And it doesn't feel like it's getting the soap off my skin. My grandparents' house, uh, which they don't, they don't have anymore. Um, after my grandfather passed, but I swear to God, they always had, they had this water softener and I just, I felt like I had to take showers three times as long just to get the fucking soap off my body. I, I'm with you, dude. Like the, it would lather up good, but then it yeah. would just never stop lathering. You're like trying to rinse your hair. I'm like, but I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And it's like, it keeps coming. I'm that's, 
I'm a hundred percent with you, and I think I experienced it at a grandparent's house too. Yeah, that's that's yeah, dude. Yes, yes. Uh, up here, man. I, I don't know what the difference is. I know that. Oregon. I did find out that Oregon is, I think, the only state in the union that doesn't put fluoride in its water. Uh, so I think our water doesn't have like any sort of like or like major purifications or whatever. So I don't know if it's hard or soft, but I find it to be pretty damn perfect. Like it's not okay. too hard, not too soft. It's in right in that Goldilocks <laughs> zone. And every every shower, I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> wow, you're so lucky up there with that sweet Oregon water. <laughs> it is, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, they also go and see Newman, or Newman comes in, and again, uh, his hair looks ridiculous. Yeah, and and I I do like how this scene opens with Kramer running in frantic. Jerry runs out of the bathroom frantic. They're both frantic. Everybody's frantic. I I love that energy. I think it's a lot of fun. Yep, yep. So uh, Kramer goes into Elaine's work because he needs to get his fix. He needs to get a good shower. He's not he's not Kramer without a re- without a real shower. Peterman's kind of around the corner and he doesn't hear the whole, Hey, I need your keys to, to take a shower thing. He's just getting like, I got to have it. I need, I need it it's, it's, it's to make, to make me be me, that kind of thing. And I like this scene where what? Peterman just runs in manhandles Kramer <laughs> and just fucking chucks him out. He's like, no, you're not going to, you know, get your fix here or any of that kind of stuff. Chucks him out. Great door slam with Kramer about to come back in and the door smacks him and he goes back down. It's unbelievable it is top tier like a 10 out of 10 physical comedy all around and i think that that i think honestly like it was mostly lucky accidents because the way everything sort of came out with the door closing at the perfect time hitting him it was unbelievable and i have no clue how you even try to time that out and everything you know like i feel like that was a happy accident i agree i don't know if that was the case but i do feel like it was something that he was probably supposed to just shut the door in his face, yeah. but it ended up like smacking him is way better. It's so good. It's it's <laughs> one of the best pieces of physical comedy I've seen in a long time in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so strong. Uh, then Peterman kind of gives this long-winded story like he always does. Uh, this one about like, oh, he he tangled with the uh, uh, the 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 all the phrases. Whatever. Yeah, for OPM. one of his phrases, the, like the you black know, all mamba. No, well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the. Somebody's kiss. Yeah, it's all these like old school phrases about opium dens. <laughs> exactly. And so all that shit. Um, and then at the end of that, uh, you know, because she can't go and because of, you know, uh, she's been tested positive twice now. Um, I think is it twice now or that? For, no, it's still after the first one. No, I think it's I think it's twice because we should go back to the doctor's office in yeah, between yeah. the Costanzas and Jerry's. You're apartment. Right. But it, it was uh, like a real fast scene. A real fast one. Yeah. yeah. But now. He fires her as well. Yeah. Uh, so she is uh, shit canned, which actually, I mean, if if you had random drug screenings and someone tested positive twice, then yeah, you'd, you'd kick him out. So yeah. At the uh, at the dressing room for the Tonight Show, the Costanzas and George come in with the Seinfelds. I I love their the the contentiousness between the Costanzas and the Seinfelds is great. So good. It's so damn good. Exactly. I mean, you know, you can always you always knew that you didn't. They didn't care for each other. Well, at least earlier on, the Seinfelds. I don't much care for the Costanzas in the Paella episode. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but um, after that, they've pretty much become enemies. Yeah. So, but we don't get them together all that often. So I think this is this is maybe one of those first times after that that we actually get them. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to think about when's the last time they were all in the same room together. And yeah, it's 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 weirdly it doesn't happen as often as you think it does. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I know it exactly. I mean, they're they appear 
pretty often, but it's separate occasions. Yeah. And even when it's in the same episode, not all of the time They're, do they interact. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the Cassans has mentioned that they've been looking at a place in Florida and particularly Del Boca Vista, that same spot. Morty is like, no, there's no places, no places available. And I'm just like, oh, man, my brain went straight back to Tuscany. Yes. Uh, that yeah. exact scene, which is kind of a strange thing, because in the next episode, we're yep. going to get the maestro back. Yes. It's some interesting connective tissue happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, this just like with Jerry <laughs> being frustrated about, oh, there's no places in all of Tuscany. There's no places in all of Del Boca Vista. Uh-huh. There's, there's, you're going to tell me that you mean that there's not one place available in all of Del Boca Vista, uh, all of Del Baco Visto, all of <laughs> Del Visto Bico. I mean, I'm dipping into bloopers that did not yeah, appear yeah. in the show, but that is a famous Jerry Stiller blooper, I feel. <laughs> it's so good. I love that it's, one. It's so good. And honestly, uh, like, you're, you're right. I kind of almost didn't put that together with the whole Tuscany thing, um, but it makes more sense coming out of Frank than than Jerry doing this whole, like, you know, when yep. Jerry went on this path, like, for Tuscany. It, for me, this works better with Frank. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because with Jerry, literally, who cares? Like, what does it fucking matter? But Frank is actively looking for a place to stay, and he's already enemies with Morty from them pissing him off about the whole paella, skipping dinner, um, and all those stuff. And so it's just like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. Tell me I can't stay there. Yeah. Fuck you. I can't be there. Uh, so it does make more sense with Frank. And he's also far more combative and contentious than yeah, Jerry is. So all of that does fit him way better. And I love how Jerry has to like shuffle them out. Like once his, like the fight starts escalating and he like says something like, I know y'all don't consider this work or, or like something like what I do is work, but uh, yeah. you know, you're going to have to take this uh, mental patient thing out of here type of That's thing. Right. But I was like, I like that. And I kind of understood that. And I think you probably do too. As an artist, it's yeah. like sometimes people don't consider like what we do is work, but it very mm. much is, you know, being an entertainer oh, yeah. is as much work as any other job. But people are like, oh, your time is, is, you know, just whatever. It's like, well, no, it's actually not. Jerry's got to get, he's trying to get into a headspace right now, you know? Mm. Yep. And actually it was in that shot where he's kind of pushing them out the door. I actually kind of see uh, Estelle almost like cracking. Like she, she has like a smile on her face. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was from all of uh, Jerry Stiller's blunders or yeah. maybe, maybe, um, Jerry Seinfeld, you know, whatever his joke that he kind of said right there got to her. But I saw she she didn't look like her regular kind of, you know, angry yeah. self in that. Oh, one, so. now we want to rewatch it. I didn't notice yeah. that. But I love it when when, you know, people almost break a scene or something. I love that. shit. Yep. So. All right. Then we cut to my least favorite scene of the episode uh, where Elaine is at a diner and what? she is talking to the waitress or a waitress. And I don't dislike I don't dislike what happens in the scene. I'm just like, who are these people? Who the fuck is this? I don't yeah. care about this. Well, I thought it was monks, but it, she's at the, you know, the, the time. The, the, yeah, it's, it is probably monks, but it's like she's up at the actual diner yeah. portion. And the we shots never, are all different. Yeah, it's the lighting felt different. Um, yeah. You know, there's this waitress that kind of like, you know, whatever, talks yeah. to her. And then this random guy notices that, you know, he she Elaine tells her about failing this drug test, all this shit. And then this guy mentions, oh, poppy seed bagel. And I'm like, it just felt like something one of her friends should have said, like particularly Jerry should have, have noticed. Yeah, that yes, correct. Um, and my only takeaway was I was like, hey, it's like it's like monks after dark or something, you know. Dude, the lighting was off. Yeah. It just it did not seem right. So I wonder. I wonder if they had to insert this as a as a pickup shot or something because maybe. they didn't have an explanation for the poppy seeds or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but. I also would have liked to see her eating the poppy seed bag or the poppy seed uh, muffin earlier in the episode. I don't remember her doing that. 
Yeah, um, she ate chicken early. Well, yeah, she ate the pot. Yeah, I know. She ate a poppy seed something, and then she ate this chicken thing. I feel like you're right. I don't feel like they did a, they did not do a good job focusing on things that have poppy seeds because I was like, the chicken thing didn't really sort of connect with me. And then also, you know, I get it. I get it that poppy seeds, I get it. And, and this this is always stuck in my head ever since I watched oh, this yeah. episode. Like, every time I eat it. But like, it's not enough poppies for you to fail a drug test, right? No, 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 no. It's a complete wives' tale that this is a thing, and like okay. I'm sure it was popularized by this episode, so it's right. complete bullshit. But it's it's a funny thing. It's yeah. a funny thing to write an episode about, and I have no issue with that being the stuff. My only issue was who are these random people that Elaine's talking to, and why are they getting such a important scene of setting up the whole thing for her failure? I felt like it should have been. Kramer or Jerry, Jerry that she's yeah, and, talking to, that and, kind of thing. And that's the thing. That guy, like, wasn't a doctor or anything. So, no. literally, that information could have come from anybody. Exactly. And um, and also just the fact that I don't feel I saw her eating a poppy seed muffin before this as well. Like, yeah. her eat, she would have had to eat multiple. And so, it's like, I wanted to see her, you know, while she's just in the fucking apartment, she's eating a muffin. You know, just have something that would help me trigger that a little bit better is all. Or, it's, or, not, it's not bad at all. But or it's there's, not like, bad, a new... But, yeah. Or there's like a new muffin place that she loves, yeah. and she's like, they got the best poppy seed muffins in the world, and and yeah, you could just give us that. Th- That's anything. Exactly, a quick throwaway that you could have just had that very simple, yep. very quick. So agreed, agreed. All right, um, at, at the Tonight Show, Jerry is making fun of his family because uh, he's all out of other material. He has he had nothing uh, before this, so. Um, Oh no, that's the next episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> I know because yeah, it goes. It's multiple. He goes it's back to another to back. show. Fucking a. It's, it's back to back. So at the, so, so at the tonight. So at the tonight show, uh, Jerry uh, uses some of the uh, insanity of his family as a bit, and he is talking to Jay Leno about oh how his uh, you know Uncle Leo is such a crazy guy, thinks everybody's anti-Semitic, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and we cut to Uncle Leo seeing him, and it's kind of funny. And, so, just, and the girlfriend that he's with in bed is laughing at all the jokes, and so... Yeah. Yes, exactly. We come back from commercial, and Jerry is fast-talking on the phone, explaining that Leo thinks his girlfriend is anti-Semitic because she's laughing with him. Exactly the kind of thing that Jerry was making fun of him for, but it happened in real life. And then he goes, what? What number is this? <laughs> oh, oh, terribly sorry. I... Loved that gag. <laughs> you know who else loved that gag? My wife. Because uh, as you all know, or actually, you know, you guys probably don't know, Adam and I usually record on days that she works. Uh, we're recording today on a Sunday, and she was off, so I was watching the episode while she was just kind of just drinking her coffee or whatever. You know, she was paying some attention to it or whatever. She laughed earlier, but this... This got the biggest laugh, and the whole, th- especially the whole thing of like, yeah, oh, this is not. Uh, who are you? Sorry about that. She she no. actively laughed out loud at this bit. I mean, he was so eager to tell probably George about what the hell's going on, <laughs> or Elaine, or whatever, and it's just it's just funny because you're expecting you know somebody to know what's happening, and they're just like, oh shit, no, you fucked that up. And so. and then when Kramer comes in and says, and you're you're going to explain it, but when Kramer comes in and says what he's about to say about taking a bath, she laughed at that too because she was like, yeah, that's true as well. Uh yeah, so Kramer, exactly. Kramer comes in and he mentions he had to take a bath because uh it's, you know he. He couldn't, he couldn't properly, you know, he didn't enjoy the shower and he had to be in a tepid pool of his own filth, all the bacteria, you know, having sex around him, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, she, and she's like, yes, that's, she's, Myra's like, yes, I hate that. Yes. And she's like completely like on Kramer's side and like engaging the show. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's funny. All right. So the first thing that popped into my head when Kramer said that was, huh, 
interesting because I remember back in uh, the episode where George peed in the shower and they're talking about, oh, don't you pee in the shower? Oh, do you pee in the shower? And Kramer goes, oh, I, I take baths. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah, good call mm-hmm. on that one. And so I was like, calling bullshit on Cosmo <laughs> Kramer there. Uh, and even Jerry kind of calls him out a little bit because he's like, hey, in the episode, didn't you just have a hot tub in your in yeah. your place not too long ago? That's the earlier this season. And, uh, you know, his explanation is, no, it's too hot for anything bacteria-wise to live in there. I'm not sure if that's true. <laughs> I, I, but. I feel like bacteria can live in, in hot tubs as well. But, uh, yeah. okay, you know, it's Kramer's logic. That's fine. It, Kramer's logic. So uh, Elaine comes in uh, with her new realization that the muffins are causing the uh, drug, the drug issue. And so, or the drug testing issue. And so then we see Newman who wants to uh, talk to them again, his hair ridiculous. He wants to talk to them in private. And Elaine is just like, you know, uh, you know, you can say something right here. And and basically he just shoves her out. And I thought that was pretty, I liked that. I don't know why, especially because Newman, who we know kind of like, has a thing for her yeah, later, yeah. but whatnot. But in general, it's just like, just get out of here. You know, dirty things are about to happen or like bad things are, are, you know, about to be talked about. Yeah, because, yeah, they're gonna they're building up this like whole illegal, you know, showerhead thing, um, which I like. I like the whole like, yeah. oh, it's it's illegal. It's bad. You know, I yeah. wish there was a little bit like more uh, cloak and dagger stuff building up mm-hmm. to it. Like I liked where this like, but this is kind of like the only part of that where like pushing Elaine out of there I would like to have seen more yeah I agree hey everybody Corey here I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages the BFOP network has partnered with 80stees.com to uh, give you guys a fantastic deal. If you go to 80stees.com and use our code BFOP that's B-F-O-P you will get 30% off your entire order I've got a shirt that's come in. It is fantastic. They have got tons of different merch options for any kind of 80s thing that you love. I can guarantee you're going to find it on 80stees.com. Their shirts are awesome quality. The one i am got on right now is fantastic and soft. Fits perfect. So make sure you go to 80stees.com and use the code BFOP. That's B-F-O-P for 30% off your order. So Newman, he found some black market shower heads and they all decide, okay, they're going to go in on it and they're going to get some, some other shower heads. They put their hands together. Uh, Jerry just puts his finger on top. I thought that was kind of funny. So, uh, um, you're not there yet. Uh, I was, I, the, the, the guy who sells the shower heads, I'll, oh, I'll okay. call out who he is. Cool. 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 So I rented before I bought my house, I rented always. And there were definitely times I replaced the shower head because I didn't like the one that they had. Why couldn't have they just gone to Home Depot or Walmart or some other place and just buy another shower head? That's exactly what I did. I never have done that. I've never huh. thought about doing that. And yeah, you are correct there as well. I, I got nothing for you there, buddy. I, I had one that uh, I, I swapped to actually all my I bought it back in L.A., um, cause I didn't like the one that they had. I like the ones that, um, have the, you can take off and you can kind of move it around your yeah, body as yeah, you need. Yeah. Cause you know, there's, yeah. there's certain areas that, uh, you know, just, a, get that a, tape, over the head one can't reach. <laughs> and so I like to be able to reach all my spots. Yeah. And 
And so I've had that in through at least three or four different of my apartments. And all I do, and it just goes with me. Yeah, like so you, I just, literally, so I just, you basically go to the new apartment, take off the old head, put it in a drawer yeah. that you'll remember, you know, in a few years. It's usually under under the sink yeah. in that same bathroom. Yeah. And That's then just exactly where it sits. Swap it out, and then you take your shower head with You know what? That's smart, buddy. Yeah. That is a life hack right there. I mean, it just, it just makes sense yeah. just to be comfortable. <laughs> they could have just, like, not that big of a deal. Because also the strange thing is... The apartment dwellers are going to be paying for their own fucking water. So why can't they decide how much water they want to spend? It's their own choice. Yeah. So I don't know. That's fucking weird. Yep. I'm, but I'm, anyway, yes. But it's, it, it's <laughs> still comedic and it still works for the show. Yeah. yeah. In reality, it's it's bullshit. <laughs> hey, well, sometimes, sometimes I also wonder if these things are like – New York culture stuff that I mm. we don't know because we also lived in LA for so long. For all I know, in New York, you don't pay for the water; like it's rolled into the rent. I, I don't know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I that's it's always usually my assumption is that it's just a New York thing that I don't sort of know. But the reality is, it's probably just a writing thing. Yes, very likely just a writing thing, and it whatever yeah. you know, it moves our plot along. Yeah, it's so. a MacGuffin. Uh, the Costanzas tell George that they are moving to Florida. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> for you. I love that line because obviously George's plan, he wants them out of New York uh, and just a bit of a away from him. And I like that their decision is not based on really their own happiness. It's to spite, spite. the Seinfelds. Yep. They don't want us there, so we're going. And that's this is this is that's clip show right there. It, it's definitely oh. comes up in the clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the apartment, George excitedly tells Jerry about all this stuff uh, that he's free. You know, as is Jerry also at this moment because yeah. that's that's all. You know, they both are going to have their parents out of the way. We, we can visit together every five years. years. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was funny. That was good. Uh, then we get a quick scene of Frank who calls Morty. And in a kind of, um, I don't know, ominous kind of voice, he calls him and tells him that they're moving lock, stock, and barrel to Florida, and it's out of spite, thanks to them. And Morty immediately is like, well, we can't go back to Florida now. No. I mean, could you, dude? Like, I mean, seriously. Could you live in the same apartment complex as the Costanzas? Uh, no, that would be tough. If, yeah. if I knew that they were out, it depends on how big it was, but even then, you gotta have a buffer zone. You got to, man. With the Costanzas, <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Uh, so we cut back to Jerry and George, who are having a celebratory beer, yeah. which we do not see them drinking beer very often. No. Uh, so that, I mean, that makes it a celebratory situation, but then that's when Morty calls and tells them, uh, we're moving in with you, because Uncle Leo has broken up with his girlfriend and is moving back to the apartment, and so they have to get out, and they can. Then they're moving in with Jerry, and it's just like, Jerry, just tell him no. <laughs> like seriously, like holy shit. Like my, you, you're an adult person. You, you know, you can't have somebody just tell you that they're moving in with you. Like Corey, if you said, "Hey Adam, I'm moving in with you," I'd say, "Go eat a dick." And yeah. You're fucking not happening. Yeah, not you know? happening, pal. <laughs> exactly. Especially Jerry, who can afford a hotel for them for probably at least like a month without an issue. Yeah, I so, would hope like, so. Yeah, like. But whatever. I mean, it's all part of the part of the humor, uh, and it's killing Independent Jerry. Which a is nice a, little that great callback. Yeah, great callback to Independent George. Uh, so now 
Jerry has to go meet with Leo to try and get give him the confidence to go back with his girlfriend. And that's exactly uh, what you mentioned is telling the opposite of what he did before. I, I really like that scene and, and how it, it kind of juxtaposes the one before. He's like, what does he say? Something like, uh, you got set noises coming out of you like every second <laughs> of the day. You're lucky if someone could spend 10 minutes with you. You know, mm-hmm. you better keep them and cherish them. Leo's like, what's happening? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I would say the second one is a far more accurate yeah. Uh, situation oh, yeah. to Uncle Leo. Well, yeah, because in the first one, he calls him an Adonis, and he's clearly yeah. not an Adonis <laughs> with his balding no. head. <laughs> no. All right. Elaine comes into the apartment, and the Seinfelds are there. And she, at this point, realizes oh, she picked something out of her teeth. That chicken that she had earlier, which was Jerry was eating chicken, and a very off-the-cuff thing was just like, hey, chicken? Uh, and, and Kramer was eating some or whatever. And then Elaine had some literally, I think she only had like one bite. Yeah. Uh, and so she realizes that the chicken, she had poppy seed in it. And so now she's worried for this other test she's trying to get to get back in the good graces of Peterman. And then, uh, Helen needs to use the restroom and this boom clicks. (sighs) Elaine needs to get the pee from Helen. Uh, and I do like their little scene of having to pick a glass, not sure which one. And I'm just like. Any of them that have a top, like yeah, yeah I know. like they're all going through these ones without a top, and I'm just like, uh, with a top, please. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I almost feel like again, uh, if this was a different show, maybe Sunny, we would ha- we would see Elaine trying to get the pee to where it needs to go. Unfortunately, it just kind of ends with you know what I mean, something like that. But America 1996 was not ready for something. No. But I- I'm with you. I'm like. Anything with a fucking lid, for Christ's sake. But it is funny because, you know, Mrs. Seinfeld's like, this one's kind of scratched. Oh, this one's kind of dirty. Oh, Jerry needs to clean his, you know, things, dishes yeah. better. And that's funny. All of this fucking works for me, especially with what the ultimate punchline to this is. Yep. Um, I will say uh, I did give my pee to a buddy. Nice. Because uh, he needed one. You know, he 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 was, I was living in Denver, and... Even though weed was legal, he worked for a chemical company that did random screenings and or maybe they weren't random, but they were, you know, well enough that he knew. And so he knew one was coming or something. And he asked me if I could pee. So I peed into a water bottle and I drove it, left it at his door like that morning or whatnot. And (laughs) to my knowledge, he had his clean bill of health. Good, good. Fuck drug tests, man. Like, like I never understood that. Like, I mean, I'm a weed smoker, and I never understood, like, what I do at home. What does that have anything to do with on my job? And I guess, and I get what the ultimate thing is. They're saying, oh, you shouldn't be, uh, you know, on drugs at work or whatever. But I'm like, what if I'm doing my job, though? You know, again, ultimately... I'm not built for for office work, you know. I'm I'm I, because of things like this. Yeah, if I've taken a drug test, it's fuck you. I don't give a fine fuck about you at all. So good for you, Adam. I'm glad. Fuck the man. I know for my job, my pretty much our boss can call in a drug test anytime that she needs. Our city manager. Um, now it is mandatory if uh, if you're driving a city vehicle and you crash the car or the car gets into an accident, something like that. Yeah. There's a mandatory drug test yeah. you have to do just to make sure that you don't have any alcohol in your system. I, I mean, like that, that makes is a sense. Thing. That makes sense. And I to would me. say depending on the job, I'm totally okay with like 
my police or even fire yes, or any emergency yeah. situations like them getting random drug screenings knowing there is nothing in their system yes i think is fairly valid no no for for certain yeah for certain careers yeah. like astronauts yes. or something i don't want like my <laughs> astronaut being like high but 90% of the there fucking are, they're already out high there. enough buddy <laughs> seriously 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 <laughs> sorry but like fucking you're working at target you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let the poor bastard be high because it's already a nightmare scenario anyways. <laughs> and I would say especially like in a Denver, um, in Colorado, in Oregon, if it's legal, yeah. then seriously, fucking who cares? Unless you're a cop. <laughs> Unless you're a cop. Then you still you still shouldn't be drunk or high when you're, uh, <laughs> you know, on the job. I do want my cops to be sober. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 100%. All right. Uh, Newman and Kramer meet. With this black market guy, and he's selling shower heads out the back of his van. And this this guy is played by Tim Dizarn, who you probably recognize from Cabin in the Woods. Uh, he oh, was yeah. when they go out there. He's the guy that like warns them. You know, he's like all like at the, he's the gas station attendant, and it's okay. And he's playing on an like he's playing on a trope, a horror movie trope, and everything. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. That's where I always recognize him when I see him. But, I mean, he's in a million different things from, you know, Fight Club to Spider-Man to Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake and everything. So he's always playing some kind of shady looking dude. I do find it interesting that he's got like these, you know, nice, powerful shower heads. uh, And they ask, oh, what is that big one right there? And it's like, oh, that one? That's the Commando 450. That's not for sale. Yeah. Like, why then why the fuck it? is it sitting out? Yeah, I know. That's bad dialogue right there. You know? It's, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like it is classic shitty dialogue for these kind of black market things, though. Right. Like, and I mean, he says it's for, like, elephants or something, but it's like, I almost wish he would have said, oh, that's that's not for sale. I didn't say right away what it's for, you know? Yeah. Like, exactly. That's yeah, not for that sale would, for humans. Yeah, that, know? that. Just say that. That's, it's not, or it's not for human cons- use, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. At Leo's place, the Seinfelds are back there. Uh, but now we also find out that they're getting low flow shower heads. Uh, Morty's not going to like that. Yeah. So. Then I like that. Uh, the callback to the, I'm not, I don't yeah. like the sound of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Elaine is reinstated at work because of her clean sample, but there's some, uh, other issues. She's still not going to be going <laughs> to Kenya because she's menopausal. She's menopausal. She has the, has the, uh, like the, the health of a, uh, the metabolism of a 68 year old woman <laughs> and might have osteoporosis. <laughs> I fucking I've always loved this. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's fun because it still kind of screws over Elaine. Yeah. And she gets she's gets she's not as totally screwed about losing her job, but you know, doing the degrees that she did to get uh, Helen's P, and she's still not going to get what she wants, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. fun. I love it. Morty and Helen with terrible hair uh, are (laughs) heading back to Florida. uh, And also we find out that the Costanzas aren't going. That was a, just kind of an off-the-cuff thing that Jerry kind of mentions. Oh, they, they were going to miss George too much. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that was an interesting flop. I, I almost feel like this storyline should have been maybe multiple episodes or even like a yeah. season through line. I I did feel it ended a little bit too quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly uh, agreed. And that was one of my notes in my final thoughts as well. So, 
Uh, Frank and Estelle have a strange scene with George in between them yelling about swim trunks. Uh, it doesn't really make any sense because uh, they're, not, they're not going to Florida anymore. They're like, oh, you can have my f- swim trunks. It's like, what the hell does he need those? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I like them yelling. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Them just yelling at each other is is always good times. Yeah, no, no. It, there was like so no point to it other than George being in hell. But again, yeah, that's always funny to me. So it, it yeah. works. Yep. And then we get a tag of a scene. Uh, I don't know. Felt like a classicy scene, but it's one when Kramer puts on the uh, intense shower head, and it is just forcing him back with the intensity. Of, you know, uh, an elephant washer, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. And he can't fight it back and he can't get out of the way to turn it off, which is ridiculous. But it's still funny. It's I like the stinger. It's I think it's hilarious. And I'm glad that it actually ties into the the actual storyline, because that's a problem that we have sometimes with stingers that don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was actually a payoff and everything. But it also made Myra laugh out loud uh, when he got sprayed. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then after the episode, I was like, babe, did you like the episode? And she was like, I liked what I laughed at. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she like immediately shot me down. <laughs> Ouch. But let me jump into the, the final thoughts on this one. Um, I think this is an overall fun episode. I think that there are some parts that I didn't pick up on that you brought up that kind of ding it a little bit uh, that, you know, we, we discussed earlier in, in the review. And it, I was like, oh, wow, okay, you're right. There's a, there's a couple things that, like, that could have been more smartly written. And then I, I didn't think about it until now. But, yeah, I wish the the, the Costanzas and uh, the storyline went longer about yeah. Del Boca Vista. I really, really did. I felt like that just ended way too abruptly. But I love the connective tissue of the episode. I love the business that was happening. I felt like Elaine had fun stuff to do. Kramer had fun stuff to do. Jerry had a roller coaster highs and lows. George had a roller coaster highs and lows. And for the most part, this left me with a very, very satisfied episode. And maybe I have a little bit of a bump because, you know, Myra was actually enjoying it with me, you know? And so I'm going to have to give this one Four high pressure elephant hoses out of five. Nice. Uh, so yeah, even talking through this, I uh, kind of reevaluating my own stuff. I did ding it 0.5 from what I originally did, but I think it makes sense because there were enough things that didn't make sense with some of the writing. But overall, you're dead on. This episode had so many things that were going for it, and all these characters had all this stuff, the showerhead situation, the parents moving here and there and whatnot and staying there and then staying at the other place, etc. Um, and the, the storylines interweaved really well. I love that aspect when Seinfeld does it. Like, particularly where Jerry's stuff caused this, which led to George having that. Even Kramer's interaction with Peterman because of the low-flow <laughs> toilets, all this other kind of shit. Um, you know, I guess to a smaller extent, him them feeding her a poppy seed chicken, but I think that could have that could have been written a little bit better. Yeah, uh, yeah. all of that, that, particularly that could have been done better. Um, and so, you know, the the I didn't care for things being kind of like snapped back to place at the end, which you already brought up. Like, just was like, okay, this I needed more of this. Like, give me a double episode. I think that would have fit really well. And um, yeah, I, I think uh, also kind of like that being at the end where yeah, the Costanzas were just like. Oh hey, we're just gonna stay here now. We're gonna miss you too much. Like, 
that you didn't, you didn't talk about that. All you talked about was spite. Yeah. You didn't talk about missing George at all. So what does this matter? So minor issues here and there, but this absolutely is still a really strong episode. So I'm going to give it four out of five commando 450s. <laughs> there it is. That's probably what I was looking for. And yeah, dude, with just some minor tweaks to the story and to the dialogue, yeah. this could have been a five-star oh, episode. Yeah. And heck, I even enjoyed the stand-up at the beginning. So I was like, wow, yeah. it's just, yeah, dude. It was it's right. it's one of those sad things where you're like, oh, it was almost perfect. It was just almost there. And uh it, dude, that Elaine thing with the the chicken. The, just take the yeah. ch- take the chicken out. The whole ch- eating the chicken thing, take that out completely and have her just addicted to this new restaurant or this new bakery that has the best yeah. poppy seed muffins you've ever tasted in yep. your entire life. And boom, exactly. would have been fucking better. And then extend the storyline, even if you extend it to one more episode of the, the Costanzas, and then in the next episode, you could have something a little bit at the beginning. Just give some space uh, to them considering moving to Del Boca Vista, but mm-hmm. oh well. Oh, yeah, well. I mean it's not it's not far off, but it is just off enough. But it is yeah, solid, solid episode, solid episode, just like every episode of the Blast from Our Past podcast, baby. Woo! That is right. The Blast from Our Past podcast is a podcast you can find me and my brother John. And if you become a patron, you can hear Corey on there sometimes too. We're talking a couple different things uh, with my man Corey. Some uh, somewhat more recent, we're actually Clerks 2. Yep. We did an episode and we're going to be putting out a shock treatment episode on our Patreon-only feed. Yep. So if you guys are interested in uh, that kind of talk, feel free to check that out. Um, but you know what? As weird and crazy as shock treatment it is, it's not nearly as weird and crazy as some of the movies you guys talk about <laughs> on Podcasting After Dark. No, no, man. We've got some weird shit over there. Uh, the Wraith with uh, Charlie Sheen was a weird-ass movie. and uh, But we have fun. It's, it's, it's a good time talking about cult movies and everything. And, uh, you know... Love all the shows on the BFOP network. Talking back, action, action. Uh, people don't forget and throwback trivia takedown. All super fun shows with all with a nostalgic spin that I hope everybody is checking out. And of course, I hope you all are checking out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Cartwright, where Adam and I are discussing Curb Your Enthusiasm and every episode of Seinfeld back to back to back to back, all the way back to the first episode. For just, well, $1 for the Seinfeld and $5 for the Cartwright, including all of the Seinfeld as well. Exactly. That's a per month fee. That's really not much money for the content that we are uh, trying to provide for you all. So uh, we hope you guys check that out and we hope you enjoy what you're doing. And right right now, I hope you enjoy listening to us because we really enjoy providing y'all with some sweet, sweet Seinfeld podcasting that's right and uh we'll catch you guys next week on the patreon exclusive episode the doll Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia.
everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast.